Hi there, and welcome to episode 94 of the ADHD Adults podcast. That's the first time I've been able to do this without one of you two either stopping me you didn't or hear irritating sniff, me. did you, as you said? No, either. I didn't. I didn't know. I don't know. It, was it made me laugh out loud. Though, Dennis. Anyway, I'm James Brown, the man who can't even think about thinking about thinking. And as usual, I'm joined by the man who's so excited to try and make shit meta jokes that he wrote this introduction. That he's also weed himself twice this morning, Dr. Alex Connor. And I wish I'd never met her, Mrs. ADHD. Jesus. Hi, Alex. So a rabbi, a priest, and an nun walk into a bar, and the barman says, this this meta joke has been diverted from the original so many times. It is itself the tired format, James. Oh god! I mean, I'm glad you said the word tired. I'm I'm not sure if this is like the worst hello you've done, but then again, you have no it's awareness of your lack of humour. Yeah, which isn't quite a meta thing, so it's hard to tell. Um, yeah. Sam, hi. Hi. Usual high energy from Sam at the start of the podcast. There. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brilliant. So, how are you both, Mrs. ADHD? First, I'm knackered. Oh yeah, I'm really tired. Mm. Oh, I'm not thing. feeling very perky this morning. Oh dear. I'm sure that'll change, or maybe not. This Alex, is this is the energy people need to hear when they sign in. <laughs> <laughs> I just need something to pet me. I know who I can listen to. <laughs> <laughs> not me. I'm excellent, thank you both. Yeah. Uh, something, something, lots of listeners. You know, I only say that bit so I've got an excuse to read out one of their letters that I've made up anyway. So so I'm a bit worried about this because obviously normally this bit's, you know, shit jokes, but is it going to be a shit meta joke about a dead vampire dad or something? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's from, this This letter's from an Alex from Utoxeter and it says... <laughs> oh, God. How, dear Alex, how come you only write to James pretending to be Robert? It's okay to show him how you feel, just don't show him any of your arteries because he's a fucking Dracula. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> we have a... I love it today. We've had a real letter. Can I read it out? I don't know why says, you ask. Because, I mean, you didn't even give me a chance to say, no, you can't. says, hello, Sam, <laughs> James and Alex. I know I previously messaged... I have since listened to every episode, and as someone with a wildly similar life story, just about 15 years behind, that's a flex, being recently diagnosed as an adult in academia for much of my career, my goodness, I cannot say thank you enough for the openness and vulnerability you all are willing to show. These experiences you share are the ones that cause our, using the collective hour here, self-esteem issues and belief that our personality is ADHD. I hope you each know what it means to have created the community you have created from Nicole. That's mm. lovely. lovely. I don't think we do accept the whole thing about creating a community because of our low self-esteem. Oh, um, no. Yeah, so I'm a bit scared about the next bit because obviously, you, you know, that wasn't a meta letter, thankfully. Yeah, it was just a little. What, what are you? What are you planning for a meta international thing? You sad little pathetic man. Um, well, well, internationally, James. Well, thank you for asking. <laughs> We're up to one more country today, and, and the country is <laughs> the country is Pangaea. But it's been a while oh, since Jesus I checked, so I might be a little bit out of date. So it's a, a big. What actually, no one on? had language language <laughs> capability then. So ooga booga or whatever to our Pangaea what? listeners. I'm loving this, loving it. 
You're the only person that is. <laughs> oh, she's very grumpy this morning, if you haven't picked her up <laughs> everybody. I'm also tired, but slightly less grumpy, which is strange. So hello, Pangea, however many billions of years ago it was that you existed. As usual, this Aussie stand-up who does not become your best friend, even though you wait patiently in line for 30 minutes, and a funny and charming when you meet him of a podcast, is a tragedy in three parts which is a theme. Last week was about ADHD and medication titration for the nation. And this week we're focusing on a topic nobody has asked about because they would need to, they would need it to ask about it. And that's metacognition or thinking about thinking. <clears throat> the three parts, as usual, include slower than normal, and, and that is slow, obviously. Start with Alex the Psycho, education monkeys talking about some of the evidence around the topic our personal reflections i don't even know what the last bit's called it's t it's become wanking apparently but it's meant to involve topics. just the tip top tip tipics topics spunk trumping trumming thrumming whatever so alex <laughs> the thrumming ding alex just try and have the slightest amount of self-awareness with this Is it yourself Right. This the, the thing is, there's two types of metacognition. So obviously, it means it means thinking about thinking. But one of them, which we're not really talking about from an ADHD perspective today, is sort of knowing about thinking, like academically speaking, understanding what thought is. Which I mean, no one does. Mm. Although, actually, saying that understanding what thought is really does help with understanding ADHD, and we can do that as well as anyone. And we would recommend it from a, a peaceful wildness perspective, Jesus. James. So if, so if you understand how people think, it can really help us understand and work through ADHD. Although that it is hard work to do that, to learn about what thought is academically. So you might have to wait for a random hyper-focus moment. We would recommend it. Where metacognition is more relevant to ADHD itself and having ADHD is when it means thinking or reflecting on your own thoughts or knowing mm. about our own knowing, which is a biblical ding, Metacognition <laughs> encompasses <laughs> metacognition is encompasses various cognitive processes, so self-awareness, self-monitoring, self-regulation. So if I ask myself, for example, what am I actually good at? Murdering. <laughs> yeah. Or how do I solve problems? How to murder? What are you going to do this for all of them? <laughs> Just carry what, on. What are my preferences, James? Murdering. <laughs> How do I behave in different situations? Quite murdery. Not a word. And so on. And the problem <laughs> is with all of those, we're a bit shit at them. That's a citation. That quote is citation pending, but we are a bit shit at them. I don't understand any of this. <laughs> I honestly don't know what's happening. Thinking about, think, I don't... Yeah, well, it will be explained, Sam, and hopefully then in your personal reflections, you'll have provided um, reflections on how you struggle to think about thinking, which, which shows a level of preparation. I've not even looked at the script today. I've got, I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. Sam, how do you know what you're good at? I don't. Exactly. Other people do. Do they? No. Not, not what you're good at. They know what oh, they're right. good at. Oh, they, they think know what about they're the... good at. Yeah, they yeah. think about what they think about and what they think about what they like and what they do and why they did that. And But like actually meaningfully rather than think either thinking, oh, well, I'll be fine at that or I'll be shit at that. Oh, I'm shit, yeah. George, you also know, 
you also remember something? I don't want to jump Alex's shark here. You know how you have that massive overconfidence that you're amazing at something? Like, yeah, I can fit that cat flap, of course yeah. I can, without yeah. without without any previous but simultaneously, experience. Simultaneously, I think I'm shit at everything. <laughs> yeah, you're not very good. At, exactly, you're not good at thinking about your thought processes, your abilities, your self-efficacy, your your kind of your ability to succeed in something. And that's all involved in metacognition. Sorry, Alex, I did a bit of psychoeducation ah, then. So Sorry. that's why I don't know what's going on now. Yeah, probably yeah, yeah. probably. Okay. Carry on. If you're not watching on YouTube, um Sam, do you <laughs> also feel like James looks a little bit like Obi-Wan Kenobi in the in this like crappy Star Wars ones, but if he was bit by a, a sort of Dracula Jar Jar Bing. Oh, because he's got a hoodie on. He yeah. looks exactly like him, yeah. Exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're just dragging this out because it's your bit, Alex. Fucking hurry up. Excellent question, Sam. You're right. <gasps> oh, was I supposed to say something? <laughs> So everyone, everyone, everyone has problems with metacognition. Everyone, no humans are perfect robots. Biddy, biddy, biddy. And measuring <laughs> metacognition is, isn't easy. It's, it's a difficult thing to do. So someone is particularly bad at it, has deficits in metacognition or doesn't do it very well. They're almost certainly going to be unaware of that problem. And so they're not going to tell anyone. They're going to struggle to report those issues. And metacognition operates over a whole range of different thoughts and perceptions and memories as well as attention so it's, mm. it's likely that lots of people have issues with it sometimes but maybe not as much as james people with adhd you've done that just to ruin my fucking what about adhd question haven't you <laughs> well certainly have young james yes inattention <laughs> has been i'm getting worse with this inattention has been shown to predict impairments impairments in metacognition so if you can't pay attention you can't pay attention to what you're thinking about so this mm. points towards the importance of attention for self-awareness for metacognition the main way that a lack of self-awareness in adhd has been studied is in how we report our symptoms mm. <laughs> we've been shown to have more severe cognitive impairment on self-reports than what was found using objective performance tests so we can think we are worse than we are we literally cannot easily pay attention to how we pay attention. This is important because uh, compromised metacognitive functioning of adults with ADHD suggests that clinicians may not want to rely on patient self-reports in the clinical assessment, but they do at the moment. Mm. Oh. Another study agreed that adults with ADHD seem to overestimate their symptoms compared with a doctor's perspectives. But the patients may also accu accurately rate their functional impairment or the impact it has on their lives, suggesting that sometimes we may be unaware of a connection because between the symptoms we have and the problems that they cause or the impairments they mm. cause. Interestingly, um, and actually in direct opposition to what I've just said in my <laughs> in, in my stupid utoxita accent, <laughs> children, as if I still have that, children with ADHD often have a what's called a positive illusory bias. And that is an overly positive evaluation of our competence out of line with our actual competence. <laughs> and it's likely that this also occurs in adults with ADHD. That is Mrs. ADHD in a nutshell. I think I'm both though. I think I underestimate and overestimate. I, I, I've literally got task. no idea what's going on with the, anybody else the, or myself. 
the, the odd thing what you, that you do, Samantha, is you underestimate your ability to do things that you have a proven ability to do, and you <laughs> overestimate your ability to do things you've never done before in your life. I think that's why, because I've never done it before, I think, of course I'll be able to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whereas if I've done it before, I know I'm shit already. <laughs> unless people you haven't been and you just don't acknowledge that that mm. is what we're talking about that is it in a nutshell today that is it why does it matter then why does any of this matter because because if you've got to fill in your forms when you're being titrated and you you're, you're not accurately reporting your oh, symptoms yes. because you can't think about thinking or if you're filling in your forms when you're going for a diagnosis and you don't accurately put them down because you can't yeah. think about when you pay attention it's really important or if you're in job in the work and and your boss says, okay, let's work on your strengths, so we can really define your career in a way that's going to be healthy for you, and you go, oh, well, I'm I'm really good at copy editing and paying attention because you, <laughs> and you, and then you're like sad for 15 years at Warwick University as an assistant professor, <laughs> for example. Okay, just pluck that I'll try out and remember that. Yeah, just that, I know, it wasn't 15 years, joke's on me. A recent study showed <laughs> that adults with ADHD show impairments in metacognition in attentional functions, where we, again, we tend to overestimate our abilities, but we may have intact metacognition abilities in other areas of thinking. So it does seem to be very much about this attention part. The deficit, Sam, remember, is doesn't mean lack of to science world where no one it's lives. Impairment. It can, exactly so too much too much or too little exactly how you just described it is a deficit right there i i'm i'm actually really glad don't want to give you praise obviously but there were there were fewer meta jokes in the actual psychoeducation than i expected and i'm really grateful for that and i'm sure our listeners are so it's time for a break and we'll see you in part two where i think in the break sam's going to try and write down some personal reflections now she knows what metacognition is see you in a bit uh, i doubt it Lightly. Alex, hi. Aight. What's up? Hello, Governor. Welcome back to episode 94, for the love of God, of, of the ADHD Adults podcast, where we are talking about metacognition, whatever that means. As always, part two, yada, yada, yada. We do personal reflections on metacognition. Looking forward to hearing Mrs. ADHDs on this one. Um, I'm going to come to you, James, so I can really... Um, bury the lead what about you so we had a conversation in the break about whether i'd written my reflections or whether alex had written them and i said no no i've written them and now i've looked at them i didn't he wrote them so my personal reflections on metacognition are apparently i'm really shit at it for someone so clever i'm really terrible at this it's like i don't even have the part of my brain that can do this <laughs> i don't really i don't really have attention problems which i did say and that's all written by Alex, but it's correct, I suppose, because I literally did say to Alex two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe, I don't think I've got the inattentive side, actually. I don't have issues with attention. I just think I'm hyperactive and impulsive. And obviously, when I look, when I every time I do one of my little, you know, the little talks and doing oh, little, little talks, talks yeah. every time I do one of those talks and I look at the symptoms, I think, yep, they're all me. But I said to you, I don't have problems with attention which is a complete lack of awareness of the massive problems I have with attention and the impact okay. they have on my life. So I really struggle at this. The, the positive illusory bias of kind of overconfidence in doing things, I do have in some areas, um, but I, I equally on areas where I think objectively I am probably good, 
I just absolutely would never agree that I'm good at them. Some academic areas, some areas around um, management and, and kind of stuff where you've said that you, you, were, you chaired that meeting brilliant. I'm like, well, not really. I thought it was I thought it was shit. Or you answered that question, great. Your input in that meeting was yeah. great. And I'm like, I just said stuff. I didn't really think about it. I've got no idea sometimes if what I'm doing is good or bad. I just do it and kind of see the result afterwards. So this is something that's I... That's true, actually. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Carry on, mate. Carry on. No, but that's true because you've done talks before and come off stage and said, I don't think that went very well. And I said, I it went really well. <laughs> Everybody was clapping and cheering and laughing and you're going, were they? <laughs> 15 years of working with him, Sam. 15 years of him going, oh, isn't he brilliant? <laughs> yeah, so, I, so I, I'd never really thought about this. We've talk, we talk about it in the little talks and we talk about it in when we write articles and that, but I just genuinely thought, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't apply to me. I'm dead ace at thinking about how I am good at stuff and bad at stuff, etc. But clearly I have almost no ability to actually think about how I think, my thought processes, my abilities, etc. Sam, what about you now you understand so much about the subject? I do understand it now, and I understand that it is obviously an issue for me. I do think <laughs> I'm shit at everything. But mm. if some, if I see that somebody needs something, for example, I will volunteer to do everything because I think I can. So if it involves somebody else, I won't necessarily do it for myself, but if it involves somebody else. So, for example, I remember having a client when I was hairdressing, and she didn't have anybody, she needed somebody to do her hair for her wedding. I'd never really done hair up, but I was like, I can absolutely do that. And then she needed somebody to do her and her bridesmaids makeup. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. And she needed a photographer. So I was like, I'll be the official wedding photographer as well. And then went to Scotland. I, and I, I literally sickness and diarrhea for a week beforehand because I was so scared. And then... I just managed to get through the whole day somehow, but I was, I kept throwing up. I had diarrhea. And then as soon as I'd finished, we got to like the reception when I should have been able to relax because I'd done all my jobs. And I just had to go up to bed because I was just so drained because the whole day I'd been like pretending that I can do all these things and was just terrified all the time. And then I just collapsed and I do that all the time. Was there feedback, Sam, on what you did for them? Oh yeah, they were really happy. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, but I do that all the time. I'm like, yeah, I can absolutely do that, and I just overcommit and 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 make people believe that I'm really good at something, and then I start panicking because I think I've made them believe I'm really good at this, and I'm actually really shit at it, and then it, yeah, it it has a massive drain on me. And that that that's separate from kind of people pleasing. You're not doing these things because you just oh, oh I don't want them to think that I'm rubbish. You do them because you genuinely think. Yeah, I can do that, and I can do that well, don't you? I think, yeah, at the time, I think, yeah, I can absolutely. And, and for me, it's if I've got time. So, for example, mm. I've agreed to give a talk in June, and I was like, yeah, I can absolutely do that because there's loads of time. <laughs> and I know as the time approaches, I'm going to be like, what the fuck? I can't do this. Why, why have I agreed to this? <clears throat> and it's as the time approaches, I realise oh, yeah. that. I mean, just just on the subject of talks. So about a month before the live podcast event, when we were at one of my little talks, I just said to Sam, um, "You've not spoken in front of like four hundred people." I've and she went no, and I said, "Well, do you want to do you want to practice? You know, one of the talks. Do you want to just do a couple of minutes of it?" And she went, "No, no, no, I'll be fine." 
you'll be fine be just fine. standing up in front yeah you'll be fine standing up in front of 400 people the first time you've done yeah 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 i'll be fine and then obviously for the week before and particularly the day before oh my god the stress and then of course she was fucking fine annoyingly she was brilliant she was on stage, but beforehand, we actually said, you won't be fine because your anxiety will be so bad that, that it'll be horrific and it would ameliorate it a bit. No, no, none of that's true. You're very stupid people. <laughs> You've ruined my Thursday extra observations here, James, with your little input. Oh, so I'm going to have to think of something else. What? Yeah. I was going to talk remember about that exact yeah. thing you said on remember, Thursday. Yeah. Remember, we do a, right. remember we do a Thursday episode, Sam, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, and or Alex, Friday, depending on whether yes. James is too sad. Or you <laughs> don't show up. Or I don't show up, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Alex, what about your personal reflections? And don't be meta. Oh, okay, I won't, I won't. I will tell people, though, that James and I have a side channel on WhatsApp where we give each other ammunition when we do something really embarrassing. You can't hide it. You've got to admit it because we've... We're terrible humans. Mm. I think you um, said this last week, didn't you? Th th yeah, probably. No, I didn't oh. tell people yeah, about that. just say the... it every week then. <laughs> you were be... So James and Sam have been filmed for a documentary and I'm like a non-speaking extra on it. And they phoned me up to make sure I was just going to not get in the way, I guess. And, oh, yeah, we'll film you a bit. And I said, because it's for a German, a German documentary, I said, oh, oh, would you like me to speak some German on it? And she just went, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all the pain was embarrassing um i yeah oh i'm i was gonna say in the spirit of that ammunition james i was gonna say i don't think i have positive illusory bias and then i thought oh, <laughs> oh hang on of course you don't do you because you think that you're good at everything you idiot yeah no i do so i can't i can't trust my brain that's the problem i don't trust my emotions Sometimes in an argument where I'm thinking, I am furious with you, I go, oh, Alex, remember remember how it always is? And I have to go, excuse me, I don't trust what I'm saying at all. Can we just take a pause on this? Because I might be insane right now. And I don't know. I just don't know. It feels right. But I've been burned so many times before. That I've started to go, I, I, I can't do this argument. I cannot do it because I might be in the wrong. I don't think I am. I mean, I usually am. <laughs> um, and I, I do over and underestimate my abilities wildly. It's it's completely. I'm I'm terrible at it. I think I'm I'm horrible at everything. Or mm. yeah, that'll be fine. And then the impulsivity of saying yes, like you, Sam, with your the wedding story, thinking you can do it in the moment, and then impulsively going, I'll do it, rather than taking a step back and thinking, hmm, what, what, <laughs> is that something I want to do? Though? I did that time and time again as well when I was hairdressing. Oh. Like I volunteered to do that more than one time, having known that I was shit. Then somebody yeah. else was like, I don't know who's going to do my hair and makeup for the wedding. I will. <laughs> I'll do it because of hey, I've hated it in the past. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's why I was an academic for 20 years. <laughs> because I remembered, I misremembered it and thought I was fine last time. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, Those are mine, Jim, James. Yeah. Still, it's a superpower, isn't it? I just wanted to say, <laughs> is this related to, like, I don't know how I feel a lot of the time. Alexithymia. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I can't describe how I'm feeling because I don't know. <laughs> what? I don't know if you heard that. I just said Alexithymia and Alexa told me the time. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I don't know how to feel about that, James. Oh, I've done a meta joke. Oh, so oh. That's the, yes. that's not something that we we all no, have then. 
No, no. Well, I mean, so if you look at most cognitive processes, Sam, they are they vary. Remember, we are all neurodiverse, so there will be some people who are almost entirely alexithymic or have almost no metacognition, and there will be people who are absolutely correct about their their thought processes and their abilities and can describe in fine detail almost all the time how they feel. It's it's that if you like spectrum. And people with without ADHD at all who are terrible at it as well. Yeah. yeah, it's just when you look at the percentages, we're on average worse than the yeah. average from the in 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 rabbit ears, James, normal population. And why is that? Because it's a higher order thinking. It's a higher order thing mm. where ADHD people tend to struggle in the outside bits of the brain. It's it's part of you know. Again, dogs don't do it, do they? They don't. They don't go. Why, Stephen? Why How do you, you want know? that sausage? They might do. You've never spoken to a dog. You can't just absolutely say that no dogs think that. I've spoken but, to a dog sorry, sorry. many times. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but you can say, both of you, that all dogs are boys and all cats are girls. Yes, yeah, same as all doctors are men and all nurses are women. <laughs> In German, the, the German for nurse includes the word woman. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's a, it's a wonderful and, country and with, no, with no history of oppression, isn't it? Cleaner. Cleaner. Wow. That's right, yeah. yeah. Wow. Cleaner woman. Any, anyway. Any woman, uh, before the break, we've got time for a game, Alex, haven't we? Oh. Yeah. Oh, we haven't. We haven't today. No, Actually, we have. I believe. Yes, because I like it. I love it, probably. Mm. See what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I believe he's seven, six down, something like that. We'll go with that anyway. So um, since uh, we've been doing collectively these these little talks and events etc i've obviously lost a lot of stuff um and what i've realized is i probably leave one thing at every hotel or venue and collectively that means i've lost several things so the game this week is to work out what it is that i've lost since or the number of and what it is i've lost since starting this so your first option is have i lost seven pairs of glasses since starting the tour of talks little talks yeah option two is have i lost my third smart tablet stylus or the smart pencil you use to work a tablet he's very quiet so i don't know if he's uh ready he for down. Down. yeah no, 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 no normally Normally you'll go, mm, oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> or have I lost five uh, iPhone charger cables since starting this tour? Okay, right then. I, it's definitely not seven pairs of glasses because you went since you were bitten by a Dracula Ross from Monsters Inc., you've been wearing her glasses holders. I think we can all agree on that. Um, I don't think it's iPhone chargers because you lost five in a week once. So I think it's third smartphone stylus. Look at your it's smug little face. Fast. Look at you happy. Oh, I forgot it right. Now you've got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So this, I've got my remarkable device with me here, which was bought as part of Access to Work, and I can't fucking use it because I've lost. I lost the original one. So I bought a replacement, which I lost, and I bought another replacement, which I have oh, now lost in the last week. As Bollocks. if you've only lost five iPhone charges in your life. Uh, no, no, not, not my life. This is, this this is since tour. December. Yes, yeah, since wow. December. I wasn't paying attention. I wouldn't because yeah. I wasn't paying. it's a superpower. 
Yeah, I've run. So I've I've lost like three pairs of glasses and I've lost two iPhone charging cables. So I've lost some, but it's just the numbers. But you got it fucking right. It's seven all. I'm really seven annoyed. And on that note, all. yep. We'll take a break and we'll be back in part three for whatever it is now. Something to do with masturbating, obviously. See you then. Boom. Bye. No. Right, top tippics. Sam, do you want to bring us back in? Okay. Welcome back to episode 94 of the ADHD Adults podcast, where we're talking about ADHD and metacognition. In this part, we'll be talking about giving you our top tips on metacognition. Yep. James, what are your top tips? <laughs> that was almost... Almost, I do like. I do like the fact that we're going to be talking about giving our top tips and not giving our top tips because that's meta in itself. It's okay, meta. Thanks, James. You're joining in finally. Oh shit. Um. <laughs> so the first thing I'd say is ask others. There are going to be people around you that will be more aware of your behaviours and abilities than you are. And sometimes because of our low self-esteem, we can't accept that. So when Alex does say, for example, no, actually your input in that meeting was brilliant. Obviously I don't believe him, A, because it's Alex, and B, because it's it's praise, and my low self-esteem will not accept praise, sir. But sometimes asking others, particularly when it comes to those forms, the diagnostic forms, ask others to help you. Ask them, how do I do this very often or quite often? Because if you're... <clears throat> that's quite a subtle difference to some people, very often, quite often. Um, it's a bigger difference than often and sometimes, and very often and quite often, the more severe end of the ASRS, the symptom report uh, scale. So if you're just saying often and not very often, when actually it's very often for everything, it's going to possibly reduce your ability to accurately report your symptoms. So ask other people, the person that you live with, your friends, your workmates, your, your parents, um, psychopath who lives in Germany, whatever it is, um, no. You've got around you as a as a resource to tell you more objectively what your behaviours and traits are like. Equally, try and take an average sometimes, because I almost guarantee if you fill in your symptom form on a Monday and then do that again on a Thursday, you'll have, you'll have a different score. So sometimes, if you want to work it out, whether it's through titration or whether it's before you go to the doctor, do it each day of the week. Don't look again when the next day. Fill in a new form and then compare them and make an average because it might be that on different days you're just not as able to think about your behaviors and your symptoms also write stuff down particularly when it comes to your abilities and that positive illusory bias or, or, or negative um uh, kind of reporting on our abilities because there will be things that you you can do that you're shit hot at and often when we have those negative thoughts and low self-esteem knowing that you can bring up a positive list of actually i am good at these things there is evidence because I've done these things before and they were successful that can help us with some of the low self-esteem. And the final tip is don't ever watch a Christopher Nolan film. I mean, they're amazing, but Jesus Christ, they're, they're meta about being meta. So it's really difficult. Anyway, I don't, Alex, I don't know who that is. You don't know who Christopher Nolan is? Honest, honestly, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Never heard uh, of him. Incep Inception? Interstellar? Why are you shouting words at me? Ten Tenet? Batman Begins? Memento, flippity do. What are we doing? Oh my god! I saw they weren't oh, obviously. Oh, really was good. Memento the one about the tattooed man or mint? Yes, mint. That was the oldest one, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, one. That was, it was yeah. with uh, yeah. it was with the neighbours man, the, the guy um, Pierce. Yeah, okay. Who was it? Jesus Christ, like Sam! It. Any top any top tips for metacognition? 
I mean, I'm obviously really shit at this. I've ju- I've just been thinking, and there are things that I do, but they don't work well for me. So the whole tracker thing, I try and write down how I'm feeling so that I can, when I was filling in my forms for titration and stuff, I, I could write it down. But I, then I forget to look at it and I forget to fill it in. And sometimes when I'm feeling, when I know what I'm feeling, which is rare, I write it down. But then I've just realised that I do that and then immediately forget that I've written it down because sometimes I think I know exactly how I feel now. I need to write this down and I'll write it all down. And then I don't know. Sometimes I don't trust what I've written Mm. down either. So it's, it's not it's I haven't got any top tips, really. I'm really, really shit at this. And uh, but everything that James said, I think asking other people and writing things down is good if you remember to write things down and if you remember to check that you wrote things down and if you trust what you wrote down was good then you're better than me Alex <laughs> I I have a beautiful book of jobs where I put little tasks that I can achieve you know right now not not a to-do list for the future because I won't fucking do it but it's a nice book and I also write down thoughts in a nice book as well feelings like that so I will like it again as long as I don't have to do anything with it I can just read it I don't as long as there's no like, obligation I'm I can handle those and that's what I do one of those books is beautiful and one's nice so is one is one more more nice yeah, it's nicer really, than the other. Really, the beautiful book of jobs is really really <laughs> lovely. I'll like, no. I'd say so. A couple of little things. One is that it's a learned skill as well. So obviously we have a central ability, like you know, running the hundred meters. James is always your example. Um, but we, if we train, we can get a bit better at it. But it, it's never going to be easy if you, if you're already a bit shit at it. Like I think the three of us are. And um, mm. I, what I do is one thing I do is I write down a few questions rather than feelings that'll help me. Um, and just like the yet basis of James's favorite Kipling poem, Six Honest Serving Men. I use those open, non-directive questions. Why, where, who, how, when? And ask myself those questions like, you know, who said this to me? How do I feel about that person and their honesty? Where was I? Where, where was I felt? Where did I feel successful? How? What happened? What happened that was good in that moment? I ask myself those questions on, on the daily, really, just to make sure that I, I can trust my feelings. And something that, and this physically hurts me to say, something I've learned recently from from Sam is that just knowing that what someone else is good at, who might have self-esteem issues, who might not have the metacognition, it's still not really okay to tell them without permission. I, I was trying to tell Sam something I felt about how good she was in the in the podcast, and the the reflection came back. It, I don't do you remember some of of like well, you kind of didn't ask and you've got a, a, an image of yourself and I'm just changing that without asking and without checking. It's not actually a comfortable thing for anyone to hear. And I, I realise I, I feel like that too. If someone says, you did this and I feel I'm shit at it, I think they're lying. I, I don't, I'm not ready to hear that. Yeah. So the, the reason for all that bollocks was ask people what would be a good way to share a, a thought about them, a, a positive thought about them rather than just jumping in like an idiot like I did with that positive thought. But I do that all the time too. We do, we, yeah, impulsive, isn't it? Impulsivity. Yeah, Yeah. indeed, they're mine. Brilliant. Um, This is Alex's last, last, obviously, meta thing in the script. Product recommendation of the week Dumbest Guide to Freudian Psychology. Not a great gift for Mother's Day, that though. Oh, my God. We need to work on the uh, product recommendation because we obviously. (laughs) 
yeah, we tend to record these things so last happy. minute. You may have picked you may have picked that up, and this is always the bit that no one ever really focuses on. Anyway, thank I fuck. Do. That was episode ninety-four of the ADHD Adults Podcast, where we talked about metacognition and ADHD. If by a miracle you enjoyed any of this, why not support the charity on the link provided? Because otherwise, Alex will use his massive round head to write the scripts more often. Just think about that for a second. Chilling. That will be terrible. It is. <clears throat> As usual, contact us. On the socials at the ADHD adults, not me on Twitter, because obviously I'm still locked out of my account and I've doubled down on that by getting a new phone and not backing up Microsoft Authenticator. So I don't think I can ever get that oh little God. blue tick Twitter account back again. Um, also contact us on Discord. We will see you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye all.